Welcome to Horrible Friends. It's a podcast about horror films in book club format. Starting off, my name is Kyle. I'm Chris. I'm Mike. I'm Dan. And I'm Jarvis. And this week, we got a little something special for you. It's called Feral. And, uh, man, okay. Yeah, so, do we want to start it out? Uh, we're going to do a little bit of a, a, a recap on exactly how this podcast works. Uh, it's been a little bit since we posted. Hello. Great to see you all, hear you all, listen to us. Uh, so the way this podcast works is we are going to give you a little bit of history. We're going to run down the plot for you. We are going to talk about audio stuff like, you know, sound effects and soundtrack. And we're going to talk about the visuals and the cinematography of the film. And we're going to give you our own little spoopy meter. And then we're going to see you along your way. And I hope you still enjoy us. It's It's been some time. Or we'll go ahead and delete all this. That's fine. Um, I was gonna say like if this isn't gonna be the first episode of the season. Yeah, whatever. We can still we can kind of weird to have it like. No, we can just make it go away. Don't worry. This is this is our show. We do what the fuck we want. We will tell you every single goddamn episode what we were about. Strap (laughs) in, boys. It's gonna be a wild one. Uh, Strap strap in. It's gonna be tedious. (laughs) Strap on. It's gonna be tight. Strap, 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 strap in, we're getting feral in here. Mm. Anyway, nah, so nah, we're gonna look. let's let's go ahead and uh, we'll move on. Hey, hey, Dan, um, you got any history for this one? Of course I do. So uh, we are watching Feral from 2017, which was actually released in 2018, but we'll go with that 2017 uh, date. So it was directed and co-written by Mark Young. Mark Young is best known for directing and uh, writing Limbo, The Killing Jar, and Wicked Blood. And he co-wrote this with Adam Frazier, who uh, you may actually know Adam Frazier from. um, Do you guys know? Do you guys know Adam Frazier? I know that name. Why do I know that name? I don't know. It's Brendan's brother, I think. (laughs) Uh, Frazier had a well syndicated radio show. No, damn it. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're all wrong. No, because he didn't write anything. He's never done anything else. This is the only <laughs> thing that he did, guys. Um, Adam Frazier is only known for co writing this. So uh, let's get that out of the way. Gotcha, guys. Uh, so 2017 horror movies that we uh, should have, not even could have watched, should have watched. How can you just violate me like this? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not even, it's so mean. <laughs> you know, that was right off the dome right there. I just wanted to see who would uh, who would go into it. <laughs> um, so other 2017 horror movies that we absolutely should have watched other than this are um, Get Out, Slumber, and The Ritual. The runtime for this is actually not too bad. It's about 90 minutes. And the filming location for this is Hollywood, California. Wow. Um, hmm. A lot more trees than I expected in yeah. Hollywood, California. Right? They must have I, gone up into the mountain. I think the big giveaway that this was filmed in Hollywood was the big looming H that was in the background the whole time. Yeah, I thought that was in. weird. Yeah. I did think that was weird. <laughs> so the budget for this is, um, do you guys want to take a guess at this? I'm going to guess mid 
five figures. Yeah, I'll I'll go I'll I'll go around there. I'm gonna go six hundred thousand and one. I was thinking under a hundred. I'm thinking under a hundred k, like eighty five thousand dollars. I go seventy five thousand. One dollar. Oh, you're that asshole. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm gonna say sure to all of yours, uh, because I couldn't find the budget anywhere. Again, <laughs> <laughs> stop doing this to me. <laughs> Yeah, the budget is just, like, really hard to find for this, it turns out. Um, I couldn't find it anywhere. Honestly, a lot of the information for this movie is really tough to find. Um, So much so that I couldn't find a tagline for it, because there's only one movie poster for it. And the movie poster has just some random quote from some random person saying that this movie movie is suspenseful and crazy. uh, Just a bunch of lies. Um, So Said John from Accounting. <laughs> so instead of giving you guys a bunch of um of the rest of the facts of this that I couldn't find anywhere, I'm just gonna give you a fun little goof from the movie. So uh there's a part in the movie where Talbot identifies that three people have been infected. However, Alice identifies that two more people were infected. She then calculates and finds that a total of three people were infected. <laughs> yeah, that's how numbers work. This yeah, is a, this is a very bad math problem. Maybe <laughs> or you could just be lying to me now. So like, I don't, yeah, I don't remember. That. I have lost all trust in Dan. We we had some. That's I had a little <laughs> bit of trust, but all that is gone now. That's the thing about being feral is that you never know when you're going to strike. So uh... with with that, I'm going to pass it over to Kyle so he can just get this done with. Bum, 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 yeah, we're we're doing the we're doing the loose horn here. Um, yeah, <laughs> let's go ahead and start this thing. It's it's not a terribly long movie, I guess, and I it's whatever. All right, um, so we're gonna start out. Uh, I th- I think this is this is Jarvis's favorite thing, I believe, because it start we open up with dead bodies, blood, and ropes. There's a gun. There's the bodies wake up, they scream, and then they're shot. It's time to go camping. I think I, I, think I wrote this myself. <laughs> it, so it's time to go camping. Uh, we have college age-ish kids, I guess, uh, as what we figure out is they're actually all in med school or going to be in med school. They're lost in the woods. They're they're. I I didn't like this opening because they just they kept like cutting in and out with the credits. It was very jarring. <laughs> so I, I could care less about that. Um, they they walk through the park they have no idea where they're going he's the the main guy who i think we turn well, main guy quote unquote turns out to be um jesse i believe we we learn all their names as they're sitting around the fire as they introduce themselves because when they <laughs> talk to when they talk to each other they say jesse stop it matt quit it Ky- know, like, kyle that's how everybody talks to each other i know yeah, it's mike, mike it's how we do it funny quip chris i know i mean i've never not talked to somebody like that but i'll let kyle continue i i really liked when um just just the only part up to this that really, really bothered me. I have a bunch of different things written down, but they're not important except for this one thing that really bothered me, which was right in the beginning when the woman is strapped down to the bed and she's like screaming and the guy's like standing over her and we don't really see the guy's face. For some reason, he takes the light and he just like pushes it back and forth as if like that's the way that like you observe a room, a dark room. Like, I, it was just very weird to me. It was very fourth wall breaking where he's just like, 
Ah, let me get this. You know, if someone was filming this, this would be a badass shot right here. The technical term is spooky lights. Or maybe he's cross-eyed, and that's just the only way he can follow what's going he's on. Cross-eyed. His eyes are just constantly darting left and right. <laughs> Where is she? Oh, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's gone again. Where'd she go? Oh, there she is. Yeah, if that's the only thing you have wrong with this, then what a good movie for you. <laughs> oh no, that I I just don't want to bog down the intro to this because there's plenty more things that we could talk about with er- everything that I have wrong. So that was just one thing that I'm gonna bring up. That's fair. It it wasn't it wasn't a bad opening. It's just like it's not good. I was gonna say like I just found all these characters to be very relatable because like us, they are all doctors. <laughs> That's true. Uh yeah. that's true. That is something we learned very quickly. They they decide that they're going to go, they're going to camp out in a, in an open spot because they haven't made it to the, I don't know, either the other, the lake. They want to go to the lake, you know, the best place for you to go, the lake. And, except for, except for the historian. Oh, yes. We do hear that, that we have a historian amongst us and her name is Jules. Our characters' names, just so I can get them out there so you all know them. There's Matt, Bree, Jesse, Alice, Jules, and Gina. We we learn that they're all doctors. Uh, Alice, oh my goodness, she loves epidemiology, and they all make fun of her for it, and which is hilarious because this was again 2017 into 2018. We need more epidemiologists apparently because. I, no. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> wrote that down pretty immediately. I'm like, uh, I'm not sure if she's gonna make it out of this one. But I just <laughs> want her to know that I really feel like we could have used her around. Yeah, would have been great. It's 2017. When's anybody going to need an epidemiologist? I see nothing coming up that anyone's (laughs) ever going to need to worry about, you know, the spread of diseases. Did did anyone notice the really smart comment from the doctors when they start hearing animal noises? They're like, man, there's a lot of animals out here. I'm like, wow, that was that was fucking quality <laughs> comment from the doctors. Thank you, sir. Need the PhD for that one, huh? Did you, did you guys read that in a book? Boy, you smart. <laughs> nobody, yep. nobody in this film is actually intelligent. Like, e- even in their like large wordisms. Usually, when we have like a, a very smart character, somebody has to. They're, they're like, oh well, you know, the, the chromosomians and and the clog the clogites have to come over and and diverge into. And someone's like, uh, English? No, they're all. That none of them are intelligent. None of them say yeah. words that are good. I know words. I have the best words. Literal line from him. He's going to be a penis doctor because he loves penis. Like, <laughs> these are our characters. Yes, uh, they were How- very well written. <laughs> How that penis became a doctor, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> they, the only smart character is one that we meet pretty quickly, uh, like in a little bit, and his name's Talbot, and uh, he's his name is Bill Talbot, and he owns a nearby cabin. He actually has like surprisingly a large amount of science background, I guess, uh, but we'll figure that out later. Um, so yeah, we we have all of our characters, you know, hanging out around a uh, a fire. And then they uh, they go ahead and they decide that it's time to you know it's time to put the tent up and we get a little little breakout scene with Jules being the only person who can handle putting up a tent. It's Jules and, and Alice, right? Because Alice is like, I used to go hunting with my dad, and and that's her reason for being able to do uh, outdoor stuff, which is maybe fine. But uh, Alice is from the Bible Belt. She is dating Jules, and uh, Jules is a is a female, so they. They apparently have issues because of, uh, I think it's Jules' dad. 
No, yeah, it was it Alice's just, dad. To me, to me, it was just one of those typical, like, um, I'm not out to my dad because he totally wouldn't understand because he's super religious. It just felt like very contrived and just typical and stereotyping. I completely agree. I Like, from from the moment that they started talking, I was like, can't we have, like, a deeper character development than my parents are homophobes? Like, I'm just like... <laughs> I was just say that was my major problem with this movie that nobody in this movie, except for maybe Alice a little bit, had any character development whatsoever the entire movie. Are you telling me that those two chicks that were kissing were gay? That's gonna blow my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> it may come You're... to a surprise. They're not just best friends. Um, if you ask the one guy, he would not believe that she was gay. Yeah, that's oh. Jess that's Jesse. We we that's learned it. He's a big old douchebag, uh, and pretty quick too. He he's with uh, uh, one of the other girls in the group, and that's going to be Gina. It took me three quarters of the movie to figure out her name, by the way. Yes, I, b- I believe it's Gina. So Gina is like, uh, "I love you," or she likes being around Jesse, and Jesse's like, "Whatever, I don't like you. whatever." He's he's such a du- like he's a douche, and then he makes fun of Alice for. I think for being gay. And then um, later on, very shortly later on, uh, he says something to the effect of, uh, well, Alice, Alice is the dyke or something like that. And I was like, what this literally, like you just wanted to say words there's no depth. It's whatever, man. Yeah. I, I definitely referred to him as jealous Jesse because yeah. every time that he's on screen, he always just wants more screen time and he's just doing whatever he can, like a toddler to get it. I mean, they wrote the character for you to hate him, and uh, besides him being, besides the the acting being like so so, uh, all right, I I hated him, and that's okay. So we we do get a a, a couple tense scenes. Um, we have Matthew uh, Matthew Tyler, uh, Matthew Tyler. Uh, he gives uh, Bree, I believe, uh, a ring, but yo, dude, we, we, yeah. go ahead. We're gonna no. We need to take our time with this one. There's <laughs> yeah. so much shit. Well, they, so they're they're talking about their friends still. They're talking about how uh, Alice and Jules are together or whatever. And then he just whips out a ring, and she's like, "Oh my god, I just didn't expect it." And she accepts it. She puts it on, and he's like, "I'm so happy for us. I do oh. have to go pee." Oh. <laughs> I don't. Oh. Hang on, we we have to back this up. No, there's Please. even more to it than that. Let let's start it again. Yep. It's not just that they were talking about their friends. It's that he was beside himself that Alice is now a lesbian. Ah, yes. And he's like, he's like, I can't believe she's a lesbian. And and uh, Bree's like, no, she, you know, she was experimenting in college and whatever. And he just immediately he just drops it. He's like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, it, he, he basically just fucking tosses it to her. He's like, "Oh, hey, by the way, I found this. <laughs> I found yeah, this." I found this. <laughs> it would have been more appropriate to like pull out a knife and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna rob you, but we're still gonna say it, okay?" Like the, <laughs> that, is, that is like on a large list of things that would have been more appropriate. So yeah, he like we witnessed the worst proposal ever. And then she opens, she opens the box and she sees the ring and he's like, it's not that big. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, sorry, I like, you know, she's a little beside herself. She's like, sorry, I wasn't expecting this. Yeah, no shit. Not a single member of the audience was either. You know why? (laughs) Because it's the worst possible way you could do this. And then he just leaves to take a piss. He absolutely deserved to get killed. He, 
That is why he died, though, right? Because of, like, this action. It was, like, three big things in a row. He, like, chuckles and is like, (laughs) nature calls. Uh, Yeah, for me, as soon as he proposed, I was like, this is a death sentence for one and or both of them. And then right after that, he said, yeah, I'll be right back. And it's like, okay, yep, he's dead. Yeah, Jamie Kennedy told me that. that Jamie Kennedy. If Jamie Kennedy has taught us anything, Mm. he's taught us that if you say, I'll be right back, you are dead. So say it, Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, he gets his guts ripped out. Uh, he goes to take a piss. He sees something at a distance. It comes over and it just it mauls him. And it's it's pretty gory. It's it's in the dark. That is a- another issue I have with this film uh, continuously. I did watch this in like the earlier part of the day, and it was very difficult to watch because it was so dark. It was it was very dark. Um, if if you didn't have like a, a well enclosed room, it's it's difficult to see. And yeah, so the creature comes up, uh, it, it rips at him and, uh, he dead. Then his, uh, now fiance comes out to find him, I guess. And she finds him and she sees the creature and the creature slashes at her. I was screaming at this part because she starts screaming and they all come out of the tent and they were like, let's go get her. And I was like, quick, someone get the historian. We need some help. <laughs> <laughs> I just started screaming at my TV. Is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> I was thinking, if only, if only there was a doctor nearby. Oh. I only know penises. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> I only know penises, and she doesn't have one. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, that was, dude, that scene was even brutal for that douchebag. Like, I, I was kind of like, I was like, yeah, man, fuck him up, fuck him up. But then, like, he's ripping out his guts. I'm like, oh, like I hear every crinkle. Of like you know, <laughs> of his guts getting rink- ripped from him. But um, he didn't even fight back. He nah. was just like, yeah, okay. Like he was like a lamb being murdered. I was oh, just like, man. oh my god. He's a doctor. He's interested in it. You know, he's like, wow, okay. So that's what that looks like. <laughs> I do got to give I, it. I, read, I haven't gotten to that chapter yet. I got to give it to the sound engineers. We don't give it to them that often, but I do have to give it to the sound engineers for this film. They are the only thing that actually made this thing of quality because. In this moment, he's taken, he's, he's pissing. And whenever he hears like a rustle in the woods, the peeing stops. And then <laughs> as, as soon as he goes back to it, then you hear the rustling again and the peeing stops again. I'm like, the, the attention I, to detail is. <laughs> I immediately thought of Austin Powers. Yes, correct. He went for a long time. Um, <laughs> yes. Hey, but, uh, but before we move past this, like, can we just talk about like right before he gets killed, kind of going back into the campsite like just the different conversations that are happening, like you know the one couple. Uh, who, who? What's the name of the guy who, who's just angry because he used to date Jesse. Alex? Jesse, yeah, he's being awful, and then the other two are are having the absolute worst romantic moment I've ever seen. But then we get to Jules and Alice, and Jules is definitely not majoring in conversational sub- subtlety because that's where we get like the. Uh, the uh, you know, oh, I I can't tell my dad about you know us because he'd be disappointed and or whatever. And I I don't remember exactly what she said, but she is just like she does not beat around the bush, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she says something effective. She's like, well, just tell your dad, and she's like, uh, but I can't. She's like, all right, well, that was all right, cool. We tried anyway, uh, <laughs> and yep. I. I I will say we don't we don't like to bash on people too much, but her her teeth are a little rough. They 
the gap. That's all I could see, man. I'm sorry. Sorry for her, but that's that's all I could see for a lot of the movie. It was just it was very prominent. We did this I, once before with one of our other uh, female people, and yeah, it just comes back to bite us, I guess. <laughs> I, I realized at the campfire this early in that no one in this movie knows how to talk to each other, right? Like they're sitting there, and then she's like. Uh, 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 murdering animals am i right and then the one girl gets like way too offended about it like they were clearly drinking and having fun and she like goes in and it's she becomes like that meme where the guy sneezes and the woman's like nice ron like that's (laughs) (laughs) that is one of my favorite videos yes (laughs) sneeze i'm not allowed to sneeze (laughs) (laughs) as they as it just breaks up the whole party when she says that and then the second thing is after so so we mentioned that Bree got jumped on and scratched up. So when they go back to get her, she just has a scratch on her face, right? Like her eyes just scratched. And I'm going to make another reference. So the office episode where Andy gets his ear drum blown out because Dwight shoots the gun and he's pretending like he can't walk. Yeah. That is that is all I thought about with Bree. I was like, "What's wrong with you?" She's like, "My my eyes scratched. Can you walk?" yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i she she is a little mellow i don't say she's melodramatic but she definitely like as a character she just stops being useful at that point so uh, for the rest of the, almost the rest of the movie i don't think she has a single line except at towards the end when she's like uh, whatever but yeah she's they gotta look for help this is where we meet our good friend uh, in the morning we meet our good friend uh bill talbot they just call him talbot going forward so uh, talbot knows these woods uh he's a he is also very awkward um that's why he lives by himself there's he mentions on their on their walk uh when they're trying to go find uh matthew matthew uh is gone oh no uh someone was like well he didn't just get up and walk away (laughs) but that's exactly what happened he got up and walked away (laughs) i was like bitch you thought That's (laughs) that's exactly what it is so uh so they go and uh, they make it to this guy's cabin. He's like, there's nobody nearby. We have no cell phones. We have no phones. It's just it's just me in the wilderness. We have Jesse and uh, I believe Jules are going to go out to the... Um, they're going to go out to the, the service road to, to continue trying to get some help for their uh, scratched eye friend. And uh, as they're walking down, they're, they're having a... They're not really having a conversation. He's being a dick. He's like, keep up, keep up. Then I think this is where he says the line... Uh, she's just going through a dyke phase. So then Jules pushes him and uh, <laughs> just poet- poetically, uh, my dude's foot got stuck in a bear trap. Uh, I will say this looks pretty <laughs> gruesome. Uh, they can't get the bear trap off. They try like three times and every time is just like more poetic justice of her just like trying to open it and it doesn't. It closes back up and he's like, just stop. <laughs> is there not? I, I believe there's like a lever on the bottom of bear traps. Like. Well, yeah, Alice. I, it's like Alice figures that switch. out later because she's a a, a master uh, bear trappist. Trapper. Yeah, into <laughs> the trappist, master trappist. <laughs> did you uh, hear her? Uh, did you hear her insult earlier though? Like in that scene, and he's like, "Haven't you ever seen a dead animal?" She's like, "I've seen your girlfriend." Oh, like, oh, God. <laughs> oh got her. There's the one who's dying. She does not know how to read a room. No, uh, she, she killed the party the night before. And I'm mean, granted, this guy's a dick, and he's treating her like shit and making jokes at her. But she just goes for the jugular and it's like, yeah, your girlfriend's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and <laughs> does not care. No, we we do cut back to the girlfriend and a few people. Uh, and, and sorry, and Alice and Talbot just kind of chatting away. And his girlfriend's not the one that's attacked. Which one is it? Who are we talking about then? The, the the guy who goes into the woods. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Uh, that's why yeah. we have we have Gina. I, I, she is such a minor character. I forget she exists. Uh, Gina is is his girlfriend. She's fine. They are. It's Gina and Alice and Talbot talking. And yep. that's where uh, Alice says something to the effect of somebody says, uh, calm down or something. And then she says, it's a real Disney world out here. Uh, and then someone just replies back, well, she's dying. So uh, that's that's all I wrote down for this. Uh, it's just, again, these characters don't know how to talk to each other. Uh, Alice doesn't trust Bill. We, we have uh, Jesse is still trapped by the bear trap. Uh, it is getting very dark. Jules is, is trying to run back to the cabin. Well, the funny part for me was she's like, I'm going to go get help. Don't move. Yeah. <laughs> like he could. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was so beautifully done. Yeah. It, there were layers. We're back at the cabin again, and Alice Alice finds uh, Talbot about to inject Bree with something. And so Alice just shoots him because <laughs> she had no choice, apparently. Uh, she shoots Talbot right in the shoulder. Uh, She's like, yeah, he'll live. It's like, you shot him. <laughs> you shot me right in the arm. Yeah, I, I had here that, because I wrote it down as I was watching the film, uh, obviously. And I have here that he was probably actually trying to save her. But we don't know that. But we do have a really cool shot as uh, the camera like pans down from the, the roof of the cabin. And it has like the log with the axe in it. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, and you would think the amount of times they showed that, that it was used, would be used, or it means something. But no, they showed that axe in the stump like four or five times, and it just was an axe in the stump and I stayed was, there the entire movie. I was so excited for it. I wanted to see some really brutal, like head chop off kind of thing going on, and I got nothing. Well, I was actually, for something, anything. It's like, oh, here comes now. Now it's got, uh, oh, never mind. All right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, okay. No, now, now we're going to, God fucking damn it. <laughs> so we have a couple more shots. Uh, we've got uh, Talbot wakes up after being shot in the shoulder. Uh, he he then explains about the virus. Uh, cryptically. Cryptically. <laughs> That's how everybody talks in movies because the guy you don't trust has to explain everything that's going on in a very cryptic manner that doesn't make sense when he could just come out and say here's what's going on you should listen to me it's like it's like you don't understand you don't know what's going on i'm not going to tell you what's going on but you wouldn't understand yeah and every other word or every other like sentence is met with Alice picking up the gun and pointing it at Talbot and everybody else. She, every other time you, you turn the camera around, she's got the gun. She's got the gun pointing at somebody. And I'm like, Jesus, man, hold off on shooting that gun at everybody. Uh, she really did love pointing that gun at she everyone. She did it's love it. It's actually pretty awesome. She's like, I'm from the Bible Belt, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they, they get into a little argument and, and Bill Bill gets away. He, he runs very far away and she's got the gun pointed at her at him uh, i think brie is like well why, why didn't you shoot and she's like he's not gonna get he's he's gonna be far away don't worry about it uh, at the same time they go back inside and they find the secret stairwell to a cellar i have here that gina's pretty annoying yeah because she's like she's like hey can you help me uh can you help me with this rug and she's like what the rug what, what do you what do you huh <laughs> 
<laughs> like she doesn't again they don't know how to talk to each other they don't know simple commands we uh they find ketamine and somebody's line uh i can't remember who said this i, I would imagine it's alice they they say something tells me that he's not playing my little pony thank you Yes, I, mean, I forgot. I don't know. I don't know much about like My Little Pony, but as a brony yourself, Kyle, how does one play <laughs> My Little Pony? <laughs> well, you you do have to get dressed. You got to buy the suit, right? You got to make your suit. Um, you do have to go to BronyCon. You do have to play in the ball pit at BronyCon. Mm, the ball uh, pit. The, yeah, Which yeah, yeah. ball pit are we talking about? Uh, you know the the multicolored one. Again, which which ball pit are we talking about? <laughs> the the one, uh, you know it. It's the one you'll you'll know when you see it, and then um then yeah then you just gotta save somebody with as, as your with your superpowers that you don't have. It's a good time. Everybody wants to play, and also ketamine. You gotta take a shit ton of ketamine. Uh, this guy had the good drugs. <laughs> yes, because uh, the reason that she brought that up is because she's like, that's a horse tranquilizer. Yeah, well, uh, ketamine is like the number. I think it's like the number one choice of drug nowadays. Fentanyl, fentanyl is pretty big now too. You all know a surprising amount about what drugs are the most popular right now. I mean, I'm a doctor. Doing. You're not a doctor, Mike. We've, we figured this out <laughs> two seasons ago. We, lo- we all lost our doctorships. Yes, we all know that. <laughs> I mean, just because my license is revoked in 37 <laughs> states, that legally allows me to practice in 13 more. Uh, that is correct. Moving uh, forward. It's better math than what we see in this movie. Uh, so we, we go ahead and... Uh, for whatever reason, Alice left the gun upstairs. Someone's knocking. She runs upstairs. She grabs the gun. She's got it pointed at the door, per usual. And uh, it's Jules. She finally made it. This is where I have... Uh, they, they cut back to Jesse. And it's Jesse's turn to be eaten. So Jesse gets Yay. eaten. It's fine. Everybody's happy. Uh, except for Gina. Gina's... Uh, they do have a, an interesting scene where they, I guess they didn't feel like uh, having any audio, and I think it worked out for the better. They cut to the, the axe again in, in the stump. No, I said foreshadow much, and again, no, nothing came out of it. Jules and Alice are going to go save Jesse. Uh, Gina's going to stay with Bree. We have a scene where Bree is laying in a bed. She's awake for a minute or two, I guess, and she pulls out a tooth. She just yanks her own tooth out. Anybody else love this? Hey, Mike. Did you enjoy oh, yeah. that? Oh, if she puts it under her pillow, she gets a dollar, so. <laughs> <laughs> Them's is old school monies. That That's now five bucks a tooth or something like that, so I hear. Oh, is five okay. bucks a tooth now? My five-year-old got $10 for her first tooth, and now she's losing them left and right. And I'm I'm broke as a joke, I'm telling you, because $1 <laughs> apparently means, like, I am the Hitler of all fathers. <laughs> like, I'm like, what What do you mean $5 a tooth? And my But my wife is set that $1 is too cheap, and she's, like, I'm literally going to start making change under her pillow. Did, does your wife that. realize that she's got, like, 20-something teeth in her mouth? That's what if, I'm If you, if you set that. the bar at, like, $10, she's going to expect... Ten dollars every time. How many? Te- how about this? All right. How about uh, let's let's do this one. How many teeth are actually in your mouth, everybody? Isn't it thirty-six? Twenty-eight. Thought it was like forty-eight. Yeah, I'm something. somewhere in the forties. Yeah, uh, forty-three. I'm gonna say. Is anyone actually looking this up, or are we just gonna yep. like, sit around like assholes talking about See, like, you know? <laughs> teeth? And in- oh, here we go. All right. So a normal uh, dog mouth has thirty-two teeth. Suck it, nerds. So you know what you thought it has to do is she has to find someone that she goes to school with that gets $5 a tooth and then buy her their teeth <laughs> and then double her money. 
I thought you were going to go a different direction. Like, find that girl and beat the shit out of her. <laughs> That's another way you double your profit that way, too. Just knock all the teeth out and bring them home and put them under your pillow every couple of days. That'll be good. I'm going to need that money for the commissary in jail. That's, <laughs> that's good. Oh, you're beating up the children. Oh, and, uh, one of them. I, am I, I don't know anymore. It's gotten quite contrived. Um what, oh, you good. know what? Actually, while we have a second, uh, I'm going to direct this uh, question to Chris. Uh, Chris Farrell is a movie. Um, Chris that was Farrell a good question. is uh, a movie <laughs> uh, where um, did we expect zombies? Because Chris Farrell did not outwardly scream like zombies <laughs> to me. You know what I mean? So Chris Farrell, uh, the topic being <laughs> Chris Um your thoughts. <laughs> you know, the whole time leading up to this recording, I was like, I just know someone's going to make the feral joke. And oh, that's the joke? <laughs> I thought we were just getting Chris Farrell's opinion. <laughs> Look, it's, no just, need, it's all bad. No need to be so feral towards each other. Let's, let's continue. Yeah, let's, wow. <laughs> anyway, we can go ahead and get back to this. Uh, so... Please. Yeah, so she pulls out the tooth. It's pretty gross. Uh, I'm I'm not into it. I'm I'm already saying no. Please don't do it. And she does it anyway. Uh, Alice Alice tells a, a, a not so cute story after seeing her almost dead friend, and I can't remember what it's about. Oh, it was, it was about, about the bunny rabbit she shot. Yeah, I I think it I think it just has to explain why her aim is so good because she is a very good shot. Alice is very good with that gun. Well, the whole thing behind that was uh, she was like, yeah, I I kept wanting to always use my dad's gun because he kept saying, no, 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 no. Finally, he let me use it. And then I shot this rabbit and it didn't die and I couldn't bring myself to kill it. And that's when I decided I was going to be a doctor so I could help things and not take their life. They do mention that earlier, too. They pretty much pull like a I'm I'm not a doctor, Jim thing she's like i'm a doctor damn it i don't kill things uh but she kills a lot of things she kills a lot of things and she just quick to shoot everybody for any small she's reason very quick <laughs> uh so anyway so the the story is cute i guess and they kiss and then that's jules and alice and then um guess who's back baby it's bill bill talbot uh now he's got the gun somehow uh, and he points the gun at Alice, uh, says that he needs to protect his family. And so we figure out here that Talbot's son is one of the infected. His wife, we learned earlier, had died, but his son uh, is infected and is one of the creatures running around at this point. I think this is where he explains that it, it passes through via scratch or bite or whatever. Uh, I made yeah, and this yeah. is he says right. zombies. And I mean, I didn't need this to be a zombie movie. It could have just been a monster movie. But like at this point, it's like, yeah, this is a lame zombie movie. Yeah, I I just don't know why he didn't just tell them from the get go. This whole movie could have been like forty five minutes, an hour. Actually, it could have been ten minutes after they got attacked. <laughs> just, just leave. leave. Just leave. <laughs> it could have, yeah, he could have taken a very different approach. Like he, he immediately starts playing along, like, oh, I bet it was bears. And like <laughs> his kids probably like fucking finger painting with their blood, like <laughs> on a log somewhere. He's like, Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen anything like this before. Definitely right. not Benny. And they could have Benny, I don't know. Like you said, they could have left and then it would have just been his problem. Then we'd have his son and Matt 
to deal with. And then these kids could have just gone and gotten their degrees. But no, that's not how we do. Uh, we I, I actually thought he had a, a halfway decent arc, though. Like Sure. Like, his, his character was probably not the worst thing in this movie. Uh, no. And, and the fact that it was his son and not the wife that they instantly alluded to in the cabin. You know, like, she was part of that story, but it, it wasn't, like, him holding her in the basement still, which is kind of the way I thought would be the most predictable. Right. Um, well, I mean, that's who he kills at the beginning of the movie. I don't know how the, right. other, the other one gets out, but he does shoot one of the creatures in bed. We're not sure it's him, but it's him. And, uh, yeah, he, he shoots one of the creatures with a gun, with a pistol that never shows up again. And, yeah, just that must have been his wife, I guess. So, yeah, I agree yeah. with you. He's his character is the most believable especially due to the fact that he's like mourning the loss of his son while also not being able to kill his son and that's fine i guess and his granddaughter his daughter-in-law uh, is what yeah. yeah once you get his backstory he becomes a flesh character unlike these other characters which are actually yeah. the main characters <laughs> him he was the most fleshed out character alice somewhat everybody else had like no depth to him at all no, I'm that's... from Brooklyn. I don't know anything about <laughs> bear traps, and that's your character. Yep. Go. Her her Brooklyn accent was very believable as well, um, in that there was none. So hey, they don't have accents. Uh huh. Just like I don't have an accent, and uh-huh. all you have accents. Yep. Really good job, like, like physically alluding that she's from Brooklyn. You know, like with her teeth, like in the subway <laughs> system. Mind the gap. <laughs> So I thought that was a nice touch. Right. That wasn't necessary. <laughs> uh, Dude, so, can we just talk about though, like what's happening concurrently with this scene with Talbot? Like, what's happening in the bedroom is that you know, uh, what's his name? Jesse. Has now, uh, Jesse. Thank you. Has now woken up. Yes. And it takes her like forty-five seconds to look directly in front of her like at the other end of the room and jesse is atop the dresser just like growling menacingly at her who in the fuck sits around after like i don't care if it's dark you're squinting if i see that face with that sound i'm out dude gone through the window (laughs) Uh yeah out of your fucking mind out of your fucking mind yeah, one one thing is these are the least threatening zombies we've learned from this exact moment. Like They're almost cuddly. They're like hairless cats. No, 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 no. And I think I think Bree is it was a Bree? Somebody yeah, Bree no Gina. Gina's literally literally cuddling with my dude when he transitions. And he just gets up and is like, Okay. I'm not gonna kill you, yeah. don't worry. And then he goes off and does another and then I think yeah, he then he wants to murder. I don't know, man. Yeah, my she she's clearly Velma from Scooby Doo. Like she picks up pieces of his fur off the bed. She listens in the air. She notices that he's gotten up recently because it's warm there. She hears the growling, so she turns around. She looks at him dead in the eye. She says Jesse out to see if there's a reaction. Like motherfucker Scooby Dooing the shit out of this, and <laughs> figured the mystery out. She got it. Well, those all the steps you take to figure out if your partner's a zombie. That's that's a, that's, a, that's a morning checklist you run down. <laughs> yep. Do it every day. Do it every day. Yep. <laughs> There's an argument now amongst Bill and Alice and uh, Jules. I guess it's mostly just Alice and Bill going back and forth because Bill Bill shows back up. Like I said, uh, at some point, he's almost believably uh, friendly, 
and uh, then he's he's got the gun. I think we have Jules coming up behind him and just has a big kitchen knife and just stabs him in the back. And he's like, owie. And he falls to the <laughs> ground. <laughs> and Super uh, dick move. Yeah, it's a dick move. Uh, they get the gun. Gina has fully transitioned, I believe, at this point. And I think that they, I think they killed Gina. That's actually the, is it the first one they kill with the gun? Or was no, G- Jesse killed? No, Gina's still alive at this point. Okay. They killed, they killed Jesse here. Gotcha. But, but after they killed Jesse, they're like, I'm taking you, Talbot, somewhere where you can't cause trouble. It's like, I mean, you just stabbed him in the back. He's not moving. I don't think he can do too much right now. Except, like, you guys have beaten the shit out of this man. Except the that problem. was my reaction, too. It's like, how is he causing trouble? They probably he's yeah, no, they prop him in a chair, and he's like, he's just chilling. He's just like, yeah, okay, let's just talk about it. He's not in pain. He's like, whatever. You stab me in the back. Yeah, 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 whatever. Like, two inches away from his spine. Like, yeah, and there was no blood on that knife. No, oh. I, I, I had issue with that. <laughs> I did not notice that, so good eyes. She's like, if I shot you, she stabbed you, if you don't stop causing trouble, <laughs> you never been <laughs> And... As soon as he drops the gun, Alice has picked it up, and she's got the gun right at him already, because, man, she is so quick. And I think at this point is when uh, we have an actual title. I think they say, and they're feral, or something like that. So uh. They start referring to them as ferals, which I kind of, which I like. It's yeah. almost kind of like how, like, a lot of a lot of the zombie movies, like, they kind of make their mark by how they decide to name them. You know, mm. like, The Walking Dead does The Walkers, and... You know what I mean? Like they they, they kind of yeah. title them, and that's and that's where they're starting to realize like how terrifying it is. They could be turned into a feral. Like who wants to be turned into a feral? Uh, the ferals ugly, are the worst. Ferals. I bet they smell. <laughs> ferals just suck. I've been saying it for years. The ferals are the worst. I've never met a feral. Chris, Feral is a movie that <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we all have mixed reviews on. Um, how do you feel about the Ferals? Uh, <laughs> That's good enough. Great, great yeah. at first. Yeah, we'll but... take that. Thank you. Thank you for your quote. You know, they're they're great at first, but overall very disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Largely disappointing to everyone around them. It's you know, sad, really. I, I like I like this line because it just further proves my point that this movie could have been over in 10 minutes because as he's explaining, he's like, yeah, the feral, they can't leave this area. And it's like, okay, so why not just leave? (laughs) That is fair. Your son's dead. I'm so sorry, sir. It's time to get the fuck out of here. Did they say that the ferals can't leave the area? Uh, I have it written down that they implied that but this has been a couple months since i've watched it so take that with a grain of salt <laughs> no because i think one of the one of the lines is they're worried about a feral getting out into the rest of the world yeah, so you never want a feral yes. out loose in the wild <laughs> no that'd be terrible you can't have that out there breeding because <laughs> before you know it you have two ferals oh that's a scary thought and they 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 breed like rabbits man First you have two, then you got four, then you got eight. Oh my goodness. So this is where Bill becomes an epidemiologist, for real. He's like, I thought I could save them if I had science with me. And he started explaining like what he's done and what he's going to do. And so she points the gun at him again. And... She's like, shut up, nerd. <laughs> science this. Mr. Scientist. Yeah, and then he sa- he explains the virus makes them like zombie vampires because they, they can't, they don't function in the daytime. They only hunt at night. 
uh, they pass out during the day, and they're also, you know, they bite and then they turn you into a feral. So they lock Bill in the basement. Uh, Bree's still turning into a monster. Bill says, you need to shoot her in the head. And I have him here as, Bill, you need to shoot her in the head, Talbot, as his name. <laughs> uh, I like it. Uh, Gina is now has not been scratched in the face. She is not. I I feel so bad for Gina. She's just a fucking punching bag the whole damn movie. She's just trying to help, and then she gets her claw, her face all clawed up, and she's like about to cry. She's like, I just wanted to go on a camping trip. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, breathe in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, Hollywood. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's a Shake Shack right there, but it's <laughs> counted. Uh, Bree's been given medicine. She's there. She's gonna quiet down. This is where we get the "I'm from Brooklyn. We don't have Girl Scouts" line, which is a big lie. Um, I'm pretty sure there are Girl Scouts in Brooklyn. Mike, do you have any words? Yes, Girl Scouts everywhere. Okay, even Brooklyn. They sell bagels instead. This is where yeah, they don't sell cookies. They sell bagels. <laughs> so this is this is where Jules becomes uh, suddenly an idiot. So Alice is is away uh, upstairs. I don't know doing something. I can't remember at this point. She's freaking out because I think uh, either Bree or Gina or I think Gina's like you know turning in or or whatever, turning into something. And so Bill Bill's like, well, you gotta kill her. And she's like, no, no, no. I gotta get medicine. What medicine should I use? And he says, get the the phytal phenol or something like that it's another like knockout drug and she gets it all ready and the the man who's been stabbed in the back stands up walks over grabs (laughs) grabs the the full (laughs) syringe and stabs jules in the neck and makes her pass out did anyone else think that he was just directing her to kill the other the other girl yeah so i googled the drug It, it is a sedative so i doubt it would have killed the other girl why, uh, right i was just wondering like why not use this opportunity to take the one person in this group who isn't the doctor and be like yeah um yeah you, you see that bottle of arsenic it's actually <laughs> arsenic and it, it's it makes you feel good yeah, and then you mix it with this sinidi and uh <laughs> you know and um, it's the all better medicine yep it's the all everything's better. gonna be fine i stick it in her neck I felt terrible for Gina at this part. They killed Gina, but they kept Brie alive. I'm like, why does no one like <laughs> Gina? What's wrong with her? Yeah, somebody gets double tapped. Who gets double tapped? I think it's Gina. Is it Gina? Yeah, yes. she gets her head bashed in. Well, yes. It's, Gina gets her skull literally rocked uh, by a by a bat. Uh, Alice picks it up and uses the bat. And yeah, this was might have been my favorite gore of the movie. He was honestly. very good. She was walking down the stairs with a gun and... <laughs> Under the stairs is Bill Talbot, and he just grabs her ankles and she falls forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that was hilarious. It's like slipping on a banana peel. Like it's it's so good. Uh, Did you guys catch the uh, the they're here uh, throwback reference yes. from Bill for, yeah. from Talbot? That was yeah. pretty good. I started so I don't know if anyone else felt this way. Like especially seeing the trailer for this movie, I got like serious. Uh, like static x music video vibes you ever seen the music video for cold <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's basically this exact movie i i think it i think it set me up for failure because i really wanted more like encroachment shots from the exterior of the cabin because that's what i kind of was expecting like from the music video i don't know why i probably did it to myself but no, that, that's, that's one thing that would have helped i think it just to kind of see like the sheer number that they were against and the absolute the, the the zero possibility of anyone coming to help, you know. Yeah. I, I think it 
the seclusion, if you will. Yeah, I agree. And it didn't happen as much because we were stuck inside. Uh, we have the son. He shows up finally. Uh, Bill, Bill is killed by his son. Oops who sneaks into the house and it's actually kind of sad. It's, it's bill in front of a mirror. The sun pops up behind him and he just goes son. And then the sun just murders him. Just wrecks his shit. He starts chasing the, the girls. Gore. What's that? Bad gore. Bad gore. The, yeah. The blood. Yeah. Yeah. The blood used there for that spray. I was, uh, it was touchy. It yes. was touchy. It was like, there were, there were parts of it. I loved in terms of like the gore and the special effects. And then others, I was like, ah, it sucked. Yeah, I agree. It's they definitely they saved the money for the good ones and then had no money for everything else. The son is, starts chasing the the girls around the house and then uh Jules gets outside and starts running away from uh from the son and Alice is trying to kill the son obviously and she gets a fantastic shot. I actually really enjoyed this scene in general like the the speed that was like shown in the camera footage and everything like it, it was pretty good I, I enjoyed that and then alice gets a shot off uh jules running away and she's been scratched i screamed at the tv not the history major <laughs> not the history <laughs> why, major God, why so they, they have a touching moment where they're just talking you know she's she's dying she obviously knows she's going to turn into something <laughs> and alice <laughs> Alice has to make the decision on if she's going to murder Jules or not. And Jules says, nah, I got it. Just give me the gun. And then Don't Alice go. <laughs> Alice walks away and we hear a gunshot in the distance as the sun rises. And uh, that's the end of the movie. Except it's not. Uh, they go to the basement. There's still one left in the basement. I believe that's Bill. who has been killed by his son. And his like hand twitches, twitches. or whatever. And cut to black couple things here that okay so first and foremost like what was their exit strategy she was like i'm gonna i'm gonna funnel this one down here and you just run and she literally she listened to a t she just ran up the stairs and just ran like just just out into the dark where were you gonna go it was a dumb plan uh, i did i did really like the fact uh that they did the uh when uh jules got cut and that whole scene, uh, it, you, it, it's a callback to her bunny story. Oh, sure. Yeah. Alice's bunny story yeah. where she, yeah, yeah, she can't kill her. Yeah. The bunny yeah. was suffering. She saw like the bunny's face and it's the exact same thing. So the, the only difference here, the clear difference is that this particular bunny, you've been scissoring for months and would disappoint your dad, you know? So yeah, that's a pretty big difference. <laughs> <laughs> difference between uh, a bunny and your scissor sister i guess <laughs> nothing i no, none of my jokes have been at all appropriate tonight I'm sorry. <laughs> i think that's why you relate so much to jules because her jokes fell flat too oh that's okay yeah that's life sometimes isn't it anyway so let's go ahead and uh if nobody's got anything for the plot let's go ahead and move over to uh audio cinematography and all that other jazz it was too dark. Like, and it felt like in certain scenes, like it light up for a half a second and it would just go dark again. I, I like I like how your response is like, I don't know, you suddenly got 60 years old. It's too dark. I didn't like the way it was. <laughs> too dark. Back in the day, they had lights in movies, but this movie, it's just all dark. <laughs> I don't disagree with you uh, by any means. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the film, the whole thing is... Yeah, it's too dark. I, it's hard to see the 
some of the scenes were fine. They were, like you said, pretty well lit. The inside scenes were good. You, you did get a feel of the small cabin, um, and you, you got a feel. You did get a, a slight feel of how large the forest was, wherever they were looking at and through. It, yeah, it's just really hard to see the monster. I just wanted to see the monster, and I, I got, like, tufts of hair and, like, a, a creature that crawls around and runs around for a few seconds, and they're blurry. So, I don't know. That's just me. So, I, I will say um, that they did a good job like with, with kind of coaching them through the process. So that crawl, the crawl that they kind of decided to go to go with, it is incredibly unsettling. I don't know why it isn't utilized in movies more often. I don't know. If I see something crawling like that in the dark, it looks like a goddamn chupacabra. Like I'm instantly fucked up. So I really liked that. I agree with that. That was that was a good use. And and like we said, if we're gonna stay in this like cinematography special effects kind of thing the special effects were 90 percent of the the kills and the monster stuff it was all good it fell flat in a couple pieces here and there but overall it it, it was it was very well done uh the 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 bat smashing of the head was you know it was a little silly especially towards the end but it was it was pretty gnarly and uh i i didn't like it but i did they, they did a really good job with the makeup yeah. i think too because they turned the who, who's the dumb girl who wore the um the fur coat out. I think that's Brie. Brie no, okay, and Gina. Gina. No, it's Gina. It's Gina. It's you're Gina. right. You're right. Yeah. No, uh, they did a, I mean, she's gorgeous and they did a really good job of making her face look like a scrotum with pointy teeth. So, <laughs> she, so I, I give them top marks for that. Also, right before she dies, right? The, like we get this kind of like action scene. I don't mean to, I don't mean to kind of go backwards, but we get this action scene kind of where like, uh, Alice is swinging the bat. And uh, Gina is just bobbing and weaving. And immediately I get this amazing idea, like zombie basketball team. Just think like the Globetrotters, but like if they're losing, they'll eat the other team. So like, I thought it was. So like the Monstars. There you go. Monstars number one. <laughs> so uh, I mentioned earlier for the audio stuff, uh, the special effects were actually really good. The, I don't know, the the creature lurking in the background, just kind of growling and doing different sounds to kind of creature, uh, the freak the other characters out and i said earlier it was stupid but like it was such a relatable scene of like you're peeing out in the middle of the woods and you hear something and you stop for a second you're like oh and then you just go back to peeing again and i thought, I thought that was funny and it was so stupid to include but it, it it worked uh it worked wonders i guess i don't know uh i i think that was a pretty big uh plus for me it was just the audio um sound effects and stuff like that i don't know how do you guys feel yeah, I think the audio is fine. I do like the ambient sounds of the woods and the forest, uh, the crunching and the gargling when they were digging through the body and pulling the guts out was cool too. So yeah, audio was done pretty well. Yeah, and if that's fine with you guys, if we're cool here, uh, Dan, you got anything fun for the spoopy meter? Let's let's bring this back. I'm excited. Okay, so actually, yeah, Kyle and I were talking earlier. So I, man, I really hated this movie. Um, <laughs> so, so I was thinking, um, you know, they're they're in the forest, and there's about four billion hectares of uh, forest land left in the world, which uh, isn't that much. It's kind of kind of scary. It sounds like a lot until I say that's only about less than ten billion acres of forest land, which you know. That doesn't feel like as much. But anyway, I, I would like to ask you guys, um, zero to four, how many how many billion 
hectares of forest would you burn down so you don't have to watch this again? <laughs> now, this scale is very confusing to me because I don't want to rate it high because I did not like this movie. All right, give it, give it a zero. I'm rating it high saying I want to burn down 4 billion hectare acres so I don't have to watch this movie again. The movie gets a four. If I say I want to give zero hectare acres, I'll be, I'll be saying I love this movie and I don't want to burn down any. I do like how we have a hectare acre now. That's pretty nice. It is, <laughs> it's a hectare. Well, or an acre. It was like an acre beside an acre beside, like in a hectagon shape. Isn't that right? <laughs> how about uh, zero to 32 teeth? How many teeth? <laughs> That's better. I like that a lot. Uh, I'll start. I I was pretty bored throughout a chunk of this movie. I I was talking to you guys earlier. I I don't know what happened, but like the action started pretty early on, which I like that pacing, and that's fine. And then I got bored right after that. So I don't know. This movie this movie was okay. That's all I can give it. I I didn't enjoy all of my time with it, but pieces of it were fine. It's relatively quick. It's not drawn on, so I appreciate that. So if I had to give it a spoopy meter, uh, none teeth. Um, I wasn't terrified at all. It was just dark. It was hard to see. I couldn't be scared if I can't literally see anything happening. As far as an overall feel, I I want to give it six teeth. I don't know. Six is fine. It's you, you could probably chew a sandwich with it, but probably not much else. Uh, you just need someone to help you start that apple. Yeah, yeah. correct. <laughs> I guess overall, I was really not a fan. I got just zoned out pretty early on. Just when you try and shove character development. In like 10 minutes and then expect me to give a shit about any of these characters throughout the movie. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm out. So the effects were good. I, the gore was good for the most part. That was fine. I also really enjoyed the sound with the peeing, the not peeing. That was great. Other than that, yeah, it was dark. I, it was hard to watch. Um, and I was just watching it on YouTube on my phone because I just didn't care that much about it. And I was like, I'm just going to walk around the house and watch this. I, I think I would overall give it like a, a solid four teeth, but they're like four buck teeth hanging over the lip. Like a wool. Uh, spoopy wise, I didn't find this movie scary like all of you. It's hard to be scared of a movie when you're watching it when at the same time you're actively disliking it. Some of the effects were good, though. Uh, so, but overall, I give this movie two spread out front teeth out of 32. So yeah, I don't recommend this movie to anybody. Yeah. So, um, I don't, I don't know if I was that, uh, if I was like so vehemently against this movie, like you guys are, but what I will say is it's not exactly captivating. Like you would hope it would, it, it just didn't really have anything to say, you know, uh, not really anything new conceptually. Uh, I like some aspects. I, I thought the crawling was actually pretty creepy. So for a spoopy concept, actually, I, I, I'll actually give it like five or six teeth because like watching those things crawl, even though it was dark, watching them crawl in the distance is actually like probably one of the scarier things that I can imagine walking alone in the woods. So I like that. But yeah, like, like I said, it didn't break ground in any other way. I, I thought it was cool that they were all doctors. And yet at the end, uh, Alice still kisses Jules. Uh, knowing that uh, the virus spreads through saliva and even, you know, scratches. So she might be the worst epidemiologist I've ever seen. But, <laughs> you know, I digress. Uh, so overall, um, again, I, I wasn't completely infatuated by it. I was bored with it. 
um, and overall probably wouldn't recommend. So out of 32, I'll give it probably about seven or eight. Yeah, I don't really have much to say. Um, movie wasn't good. Character development was shallow. It wasn't even really that funny. I don't know. I mean, I, we made it sound funnier than it was. <laughs> so, and we didn't even make it sound that funny. So <laughs> take it how you want if you made it to the end of this review. I, I guess Spoopy, it's going to get zero. wasn't scary. And overall, yeah, I'll give it a pity tooth. That, that, that boy, that boy lost all them teeth, except for that one. Got that one chomper, like Looney Tunes style. <laughs> Get open a can with it, you know? Get that broth out. That's it. That's all we got. A pity tooth. I didn't expect the pity tooth. <laughs> <laughs> it's I just like one fang. I pity on the, the right. tooth. <laughs> uh, oh God, yeah. This I... makes me think of like Arkansas backroads. Pity tooth. <laughs> <laughs> New band name, I called it. That's Damn. my favorite town in Arkansas, actually. I, I think we can all just agree that nothing com- good can come out of Feral. You know, <laughs> it's just the worst. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, Feral is terrible. That's true. Should uh, be our new catchphrase. Feral is terrible. <laughs> I think that's a good one. We should carry out like the whole season. All in favor? I mean, uh, Mike will take anything I, from us calling out his uh, horrible accent. So yeah. it's true. I mean, I, as much as uh, it's well past being funny anymore, I'm just going to continue with the offensive accent. Yeah, you're right. Feral is terrible. I don't even know what you're trying to do. <laughs> but Kyle, hit him with Keep it. on with that one. Anyway. Uh, First one of the season. Yeah, boys. Boom. Yeah, so I, I do want to say I'll add on one a little bit. I think I'm more upset with this movie just because it was in 2017, 2018. Not to say that there are not garbage movies, but trying to revitalize a zombie movie, a quote unquote zombie movie in 2017 was like literally everybody and their mother was trying to do it. And this one was just not good. So don't don't. That's fine. If you can get it for free somewhere and you're that bored, maybe. But don't (laughs) either way. Coming out next month, Zack Snyder's new zombie movie. (laughs) Feral Z. Feral Z. (laughs) So I think with that, we're going to go ahead and close things out here. I want to thank Andrew Cavanaugh for our intro and outro music. Uh, And I also want to thank Connor McLeod for our uh, artwork. You can go ahead and find all their links in our description. Chris, do you have anything that you want to tell the lovely people? Thanks for stopping by and having a horrible time. Thank <laughs> you.